Hi everyone, welcome to Obsessions of a Millennial Drama Queen, where every week a guest and I work our way through the alphabet talking about things we are obsessed with. I'm Adam Dalton-Blake, and this week my friend Anthony Galante and I talked about how H is for the band Haim. We chatted about what would actually go on a licorice pizza, the musical stylings of the Powerpuff Girls, and the awkwardness of meeting celebrities in person. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at omdqpod, that's omdqpod, and let us know in the comments what you're obsessed with. Enjoy the show! Hi, Anthony. How you doing? Hi, Adam. I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited to chat with you today. Um, you know how much I adore you. And before we start talking about the musical group Hi'em, which I have um, talked to you immensely about, I always like to ask mm-hmm. guests how we know each other. And you and I go back a pretty, pretty far time. Yeah, I'd say almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember how we met? I <laughs> Do should we talk about that story? <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> so we met in college, uh, my sophomore year, your freshman year. So I lived in a house that year, and mm-hmm. it was Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, it certainly was. So it was Valentine's Day, and we were drinking with our RA. <laughs> <gasps> what? Well, okay, so this is how I remember. I remember that I so this was yeah, second semester of uh my freshman year of college and I had befriended some upperclassmen of which you were in a friend group of. And so we might have been partaking in some beverages, which is hilarious cuz both of us then continued on to become RAs. So we're sending a really good example there. Yes. Um, but I remember hanging out in like one of their rooms in this house that you're talking about um, mm-hmm. during Valentine's Day, just like gabbing it up and just having a good time. And then basically it was like a people kept on coming into this room, cacophony ensues, People are dressed in all sorts of different levels of clothing. And right. then a one Mr. Anthony Galante comes in and I said, who is this little tiny cutie? <laughs> it's me. Ever since then, it was just like we became this like fearsome group of um, little ragtag team of artists at this design school. Yes. And yeah, I just um, immediately fell in love with you. Yes, I loved all those times you came and sat next to me at the cafeteria and just mm-hmm. like nestled up. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course, yeah. I basically lived at that cafeteria. Um, it was called The Met. Um, and I basically lived there and would just gab all day. Mm-hmm. And then we would have to like go to studio and actually do work. I would say that's probably the best part about college is hanging out in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about like the, the the connections you make and like the fun time. And wow, we had so many fun times, um, a lot of which we probably um, can't divulge on this podcast mm-hmm. um, because we were RAs, but um, <laughs> we definitely had fun and I had a lovely three years of being in college with you, Anthony. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, aw, me too. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> Okay, so today we're diving into a fun little topic. We're diving into the letter H, which I have dubbed for Haim. Now, Anthony, what is your exposure to Haim? Do you remember the first time you listened to them? Why do you like Haim? Well, to start, the pronunciation has always interested me. Yes. Oh, yes. Because I can never get it right. (laughs) I don't know. Haim, Haim. I say both every time I'm talking Mm -hmm. about the band. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like not phonetically, like it doesn't look like how it really sounds. Uh, but I just know it as like Lahayam, like to life, because Hayam means life. And um, they are three Jewish girls in the valley. So they say it Hayam, I say it Hayam, and I say Lahayam to Hayam. Lahayam to Hayam. Love it. How I got into them? It was a groovy song that came on the radio, or maybe my suggested Spotify playlist threw it in there. And I was like, oh, oh, I love this. Yeah, that's how I first um, got introduced to Haim. Maybe they're just like a suggested playlist kind of group. I remember listening to them coming up on my Discover Weekly from Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it was um, If I Could Change Your Mind, which I just thought was the grooviest little song. I looked up the video and it's like this 70s, highly produced um, light bulbs and stage and 70s and there's silhouettes and they're clapping and it's a little bit of Charlie's Angels and it's also a little bit of like they're dancing and they all have center parts and they're just so, so cool. And I was like, who is this group? Uh But I, I kind of like really just became obsessed with that song until my boyfriend uh, we were in bed watching music videos because what else do you do as a gay couple together in bed on a Sunday night? Um, and he was like, oh, I really like Hayam's videos because they're simple and they kind of just like walk everywhere. And I'm like, oh yeah, Hayam, like that, that, that band I, I like. So he showed me a couple of their videos and then I was just instantly hooked mainly because I found them so compelling and their music so groovy and cool and um kind of like a nice breath of fresh air and like the music scene yes okay so funny you said that about the walking thing because i had written that down Mm -hmm. as like what i wanted to talk about (laughs) yeah yeah let's dive into walking let's do it so i have this question of how many steps do you think they've taken in all their music videos (gasps) and is this a statistic that exists somewhere oh my god i (laughs) Well, also, you have to imagine, so so we're talking about just recorded, not like how many takes they do. No, 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 not how many takes they've done. That's yeah. a completely separate category. <laughs> yeah, th- that, that's that's in the millions. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would say, okay, so they definitely walk in every music video to the point where uh, all the comments on the YouTube videos are, I am invented walking. <laughs> I, I'm totally fine with accepting as truth. I'm cool with that. Um, a little backstory. So Paul Thomas Anderson, you know, famous director, mm-hmm. who we will talk about in a little bit, I'm sure, directs all of their music videos um, and is really mm-hmm. into walking, strutting, and then running. It, it's like he, he loves all forms of speed in regards to uh, legs and feet on the pavement. And yeah, I would mm-hmm. say maybe I, it has to be in the in the thousands, right? There's three of them. Oh, so we're doing combined steps of, of all three of them. I mean, it depends how granular, granular <laughs> you want to get. But um, it, it, so if we're doing doing as a collective, well, because sometimes it's just Danielle walking on screen, and then sometimes all three of them are walking on right. screen. Sometimes Alana is just running, especially in Licorice Pizza. So I'm trying to combine them oh, as yeah. a family unit. Um, but I would mm-hmm. say maybe upwards of. 15 to 20,000? I was going to say one time around the earth, around the equator. To the to the moon and back again? To the moon and back. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that is pretty <laughs> accurate. Um so speaking of their videos, do you have a song mm-hmm. slash video that you vibe with a lot? Okay, so I did do a top 4. 
Okay, great. I love this. Um, coming up at number one. Number oh, we're starting with number one. Oh, okay. We'll go up. My work my way up. Okay. Okay. So number four is don't wanna. I don't wanna give up on you. Lot of walking in that video. Yes. 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 <laughs> and then number three is the wire. Oh, classic, classic. OG, OG, The Wire. Mm-hmm. And then number two is Want You Back. Yeah, classic, like uh, kind of what broke through in the US. Love that. The mo- I would say that video has the most walking. And then number one, coming in hot, it is Now I'm In It dash bonus track. Those are fantastic. Because that's a part of the name. Yes, of course. It's a bonus track on Woman of Music Part 3, which we will also talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I love yes. all of those songs. That That's a really good ranking. I would personally replace Don't Wanna with Summer Girl dash bonus track. It's also a bonus track. But I would say, yeah, those four are my top favorites. I Now I'm In It mm-hmm. is definitely, it was definitely one of my songs of last year. Like on my Spotify, like wrapped, my my top played. It was, oh, yeah. I was actually, it was actually Little of Your Love. That was a really good one because that put me in a really good mood. And then it was Now I'm In It dash bonus track. So that song started one of my spotify playlists called mr confident walker (laughs) that's a great one we're recording this before any of the podcasts go live but i did an episode with cyrus ferguson your friend about the notion of feeling yourself Mm -hmm. on the way to the grocery store and um we briefly talked about hyam and um, I think that song totally embodies the feeling yourself on the way to the grocery store. It's like a stomp the yard oh my type God. of song. Hands down. Confident Walker. They're all about walking. I love that. Do you, do you happen to know what other songs are on that playlist? Yes, I have it right here. I have Boom by X Ambassadors. I have Where is the Love by Delegation. Okay. And then I have I Just Want to Be Your Everything by Andy Gibb. Wow. Okay. So running the gamut. Um, to be fair, I don't know any of those except for I do know the name Andy Gibb. So um, so, so you strut to some some obscure things. We're not doing like the Beyonce. We're not doing we're not doing the Lizzo. No. We're go, we're going indie strut here. Indie and disco. Oh yeah. I mean disco disco. You have to. <laughs> um. So peeling back a little bit. So Hiam. Uh, for those who don't know, they're mm-hmm. three sisters from the Valley here in California, where I currently am. And they're a sister band who got their start um, with their album Days Are Gone. It was kind of their big first album, really getting discovered in London after trying to get discovered here in the U.S. Got discovered in London um, with their song Forever. Love that song. And then they came back here, released Days Are Gone, uh, was nominated for uh, Best New Artist, which was absolutely amazing. And then ever since have just been cranking out these amazing rock and roll albums. They play all the instruments on their own records, um, with the main instrument being drums. They were all three trained drumists, percussionists, drummers. That's the actual word um, from from their father, who who was a drummer. And um, yeah, they've just been putting out amazing music. Um, Their most recent album, Woman in Music Part 3, was nominated for Album of the Year, which I think is totally um, warranted. And their song, The Steps, was nominated for Best Rock Performance, which I also love. 
So it seems like Hayam is kind of getting this more mainstream recognition, which I am totally here for because I think one, they're amazing, two, they're creative, and three, they just have that like charm and that like um, aesthetic that is so easy and cool and aspirational. And I really, really, really just want to be them. Oh, yeah. Leather jackets and all. Yeah. Like, I want to have a center part. I want to have a jacket. I want to have, like, um, I-, I was watching an interview about um, Licorice Pizza, and the interview des- interviewer described Danielle as a sphinx with a cigarette. And I was like, how come no one's ever described me like that? Anthony, can you believe that no one's described me like that? I wouldn't go sphinx. <laughs> I think Muppet is the term. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And it's definitely not a cigarette. It's definitely a slice of pizza. So I, I'm more of like a Muppet with a slice of pizza. A Muppet with a slice of pizza. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so speaking of pizza, hey, great segue here. So a lot of people might know uh, Miss Alana Hyam. Uh, from being the mm-hmm. breakout star of the Paul Thomas Anderson film, Licorice Pizza. Did you see Licorice Pizza? I did see Licorice Pizza. What you, would you think of it? It was interesting. Mm-hmm. As a film major myself. Yes, yes, yes of course. <laughs> um, it Colors, wonderful. Yes. 70s, bright, also muted colors too. Wardrobe worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um and mm-hmm. I'm sure you have some notes on wardrobe too, because you're a superstar. But I thought it was hilarious the business ideas that this kid has. Yes. Mm-hmm. Inflatable, po- no, inflatable mattress. Water beds. Water beds. Water beds. Water beds. And then pinball. Yeah, and then he wanted to open. He so he wanted to open a pinball, uh, water bed kind of hybrid place. So basically, the story is about this guy, um, Gary Valentine, who's this young child actor. And he um, is really ambitious and he's kind of like an L.A. kid. So Mm -hmm. he's very independent. And then cut to uh, his picture day at school. And the school is um, hiring this picture photo company that Alana Hyam, whose name is Alana, the character, um, works at. And she's kind of the opposite of him where she is a little bit more... Um, where she is, but she's trying to break out, but she's kind of lost in what she wants to do and is really struggling to find her way Mm -hmm. out of the valley. And so basically the whole storyline is about them like developing this friendship and maybe a little more. Um, And and ultimately they open all these businesses together. Um, They're cameos by uh, who, who we got. We got Tom Petty. We got Bradley Cooper. We got um, other people, including the her family. entire family. Yeah, her family, <laughs> uh, her father, her mother, and then her two sisters are also in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. My Rudolph's in it. Um, casting is fantastic. I, whenever describing this movie, I say I love everything about the movie except for some details about the story. My main gripe is that she is like what twenty three. And he's yeah. 16. I'm not a huge fan of that. But I do think that the acting that she does is pretty remarkable. For it being mm-hmm. her first film, I found her to be so enchanting and so in the moment and really carrying that movie on her back, uh, which is a similar way that I described Florence Pugh in Don't Worry Darling, which kind of is also another conversation of is the story good? 
Um, but I thought that she did a phenomenal job, but the movie as a whole, although it's gorgeous, gorgeous movie, I don't know if I'm into it from a actual film perspective. I would agree. There were some moments where I thought, did this really need yeah. to be in here? But acting? Yeah, phenomenal. I hope that she gets some more roles out of this. Um, uh, obviously, she was in. She was nominated for a Golden Globe. She was in talks to be nominated for an Oscar, but obviously that didn't work out. And then immediately after this film came out in that whole award cycle, they went on tour. So I don't know if she's going to do another movie. I don't know if she has mm. time to do another movie, but I yeah. would love to see her act again. So there are three sisters. There's Alana, who is, I would say, she kind of plays all the instruments and she sings more Mm -hmm. of the higher harmonies. There's Esty, who famously plays the bass with the best (laughs) of them. Yeah, she's the the eldest sister. Um, And then there's Danielle, who I would say is maybe the lead vocalist. She sings most of the songs and then she plays the drums on all the records. And has walked the most in the music videos. Yes, she has walked. She's... um, Walked the moon. And um, do you uh, see yourself in any one of those members? Because you you are, uh, you have a brother. I have one, one brother. Yep, I have an older brother. Yep. Do, do you relate to any of the Heim tropes? Do you think that you and your brother could do a family band? Oh, yeah. We've talked about it for a while because we have some cousins, too, who are musicians or play, play piano and some other <gasps> instruments as well. And we've talked about being the Galantes, like the monkeys. Oh, my God. So it's going to be high and versus Galante. High and versus Galante. And uh, my cousin Larry. Mm-hmm. We love Larry. We love Larry. Uh, my cousin Tina and my cousin Rose and then my brother and me. And we're all Galantes. <laughs> that, that's a pretty big bit. That's like a Brady Bunch situation. But where do you fit in the band? Are you are you more the Alana, the Danielle, or the Esty? I think I'm the Alana. Ooh, okay. You're kind of doing a bit of everything. I'm a generalist. I also think I am pocket-sized, like Alana. That's very true. Very true. And then in my time of researching for this podcast, mm-hmm. um, found out that she's also a Sagittarius. <gasps> so <laughs> her birthday's coming up. Happy birthday, Alana. Happy birthday, Alana. (laughs) Uh, So I actually ran into Alana at a Rite Aid in here in Los Angeles. It was during the pandemic. And I see her in line and I just go, are you, are you Alana Haim? And she said, she she had a mask on. We both had masks on. And she said, yes, I am. Like, hi. And I, I, I am never good with meeting celebrities, um, I never asked for a photo, but all I can do is just tell them that they're really talented and that they're pretty. And then I walk away. But however, this time we were in line together, so I couldn't walk away. <laughs> so I just go, I, I, I just turn around and I say, um, I think your music is really good. And I think you're really talented and you're really pretty. And um, I watched the Vogue video that you and your sisters did. And you looked absolutely amazing in that Mugler outfit. And um, I'm really excited for your album. And it's really good. (laughs) And Little of Your Love was my top song. And she was just like, oh, you're so sweet. That's so nice. And she she was very lovely. But I absolutely panicked. And then um, as we were both checking out and I left, I gave her a panicked wave goodbye. And she laughed and gave me a wave. That's more than a lot of people. Do. I I mean, uh, I don't know what I would do, but that is a great story, right? Isn't that pretty great? Um, I yeah, yeah I definitely gay panicked. Um, she was so lovely, 
And yeah, it seems like this podcast um, is just turning into an Alana Hyam Stan podcast, which I am totally fine with. I, I will say I would love to beat them. Yeah. From a music standpoint and then also personal standpoint. I think they're amazing. Yeah, th- th- they're really cool. Hopefully let's make this happen. They're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, hello, I am totally here to organize like a jingle ball with Hyam and the Galantes as headliners, and um, I will try my best to make that happen. Yeah, we can make it a, a tiny desk concert. Yeah, we might have to have a bigger desk because there's two <laughs> two bands, and you are an Italian family, so you have like 50 members in your band. But we can try to have as tiny of a desk as possible. And then what do you generally think about uh, Danielle and Esty? I'm obsessed with them. I think Danielle's like silent, um, silent cool vibe is so awesome. Um, famously, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen has described Danielle Hyam as the coolest person she's ever met because they went to school together. And I oh. second that. Um, believe it or not, I agree with Elizabeth Olsen on whatever she says. Um, but I do align myself with that. Um, and then Esty, I just think is like this cool, extroverted, older sister who's goofy, protective, but then also is just a complete boss. Those are good. I don't know too much about them. That's the thing. <gasps> I think, yeah, there has been a huge highlight on Alana. Yeah. And, but because, because of that, I think it makes Esty and Danielle even cooler because they're like the mysterious older sisters that they're like... Oh, you know that sibling? Like, if you have older an older sibling, and then their friends come over, and you're like, they have cool friends for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're much cooler because I don't know them, but also they're older. It's the older mm-hmm. crowd. Yeah, but I still want to meet them. Yeah. I, I, okay, so <laughs> what, what do we think would be the perfect Hyam, like, friend outing to go on? Mm, okay. I would say it would start with a picnic movie. Everyone brings their own snack, Mm -hmm. and I would love to know what their favorite snack is. Ooh, that's good. That's good. What what movie do you think is the vibe? I would say Muppets in New York. I mean that. See, Muppets in New York is great because (laughs) it's that highbrow, lowbrow situation where it's um, just a true work of art, but then also really fun. And I think all of us watching that with Hayam would be absolutely amazing yeah and then because they get to bring their own snacks we all get to learn about what food preferences we love and it has to be like your top snack that you go to if you're going to Rite Aid and you're on a snack crave what's the snack that you are going to pick up (laughs) yeah well what what are you bringing to see Muppets in New York with Haim I'm going to bring uh goldfish cheddar cheddar goldfish classic staple everyone will love you yeah it's a real a real Mm -hmm. icebreaker i i love that um so anthony yeah Hayam is a very specific genre of this like rock pop um kind of girl power vibe do you normally listen to that type of music or do you listen to other genres as well i do listen to some other genres i think the one thing i appreciate about Hayam's music Mm -hmm is they have a very specific rhythm to it. A lot of their songs have this like, boom, and I don't know if I'm the only one who hears it, but um, I think that's what draws me to their music. And because it is a lot of instrumentals, it's not overly synthesized. It's, 
I don't know if raw is the right word for it, but yeah, you can hear each instrument. You can hear all the instruments. There's a saxophone thrown in there. Oh yeah, and I'm just like, ooh, it's jazzy, but not too jazzy. Yeah, shout out to Henry Solomon. Shout out, yes. Um, but to talk about other music that I listen to, um, I listen to Bleachers, Jack Antonoff. Okay, yep. He's everywhere. And then I'll also throw in some folk music every mm-hmm. now and then. I listen to this musician called Jake Xerxes Fussell. Mm, say that five times fast. And then I think like discussed before, like a lot of funk and disco. Yeah. Is just getting me through the year. And then like Karen Carpenter, um, Fire City Funk, and then Andy Gibb. It sounds like a cacophony <laughs> of chill, uplifting vibes, which is exactly what I um always get from you anthony um i think that a disco hyam would be pretty fantastic like they Ooh, had that 70s yeah. aesthetic L- let's just like bring the disco into that 70s aesthetic i think it'd be amazing i think so i mean they started doing it with licorice pizza mm-hmm. so just keep going <laughs> also I, i'm such a dope i didn't really like the name licorice pizza i was like what a weird two word phrase to put together like two words that don't mean anything i didn't know that licorice pizza was like lp and so it was like a record like a vinyl record like that's what a licorice pizza is wait really yes yes it's it's like because that vinyl record looks like licorice and it looks like a pizza and lp licorice pizza like i had no idea and not put those two together <laughs> no certainly not we're like lps where do we download that but okay so since we're both lovers of pizza yes what do you think a licorice pizza would taste like. What do you think would be good? See, I think it depends on the the ingredients around it. Are we doing a like a true like tomato sauce mozzarella cheese with licorice on it? I don't know if I can get totally on board mm. with that. I could see myself maybe doing like a white pie with licorice mm-hmm. on it, like black licorice, and then like some mushrooms oh. on it. So you have like the bitter with the savory and like the little kick of sweet and maybe it's some like um some like hot honey on it or something i don't know licorice is a very specific taste which i love i love black licorice but it's very polarizing is this what you're bringing to the muppet picnic oh my god could you imagine that would be the most embarrassing thing in the world Um, (laughs) if i'm like hey does anyone want my homemade licorice pizza that'd be amazing wait so so what are you putting on licorice pizza are you eating it i I would do Twizzler licorice. Uh, okay, so cherry or strawberry. Um, is it? Yeah, it's strawberry. The red kind. Yeah, the red. Red flavor. Red liquor. <laughs> red flavor with, uh, I just go like straight up dessert pizza. Yeah, it's probably the way to go. Um, it might be a little too much sugar. Twizzlers, licorice, um, sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Let's have some Nutella on there as the sauce. Ooh, and then um, all right. a little chocolate and then strawberry. Wow, yes. Maybe, you know, add, even throw in some figs. Let's throw in something <laughs> natural. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, or we can just do Fig Newtons and just really lean into the processing of it all. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty great. I like the, um, I, I'm just imagining at like a birthday party instead of a cake, someone bringing out that concoction and all the kids being like, oh, what is this? Okay. <laughs> all right, Anthony, are you ready to play a little game with me? Yes. Okay. So this game is called mm-hmm. Who's in the Band? 
And so what's going to happen is Mm -hmm. I will give you a famous sibling pairing, whether real or fictional, and you need to tell me what type of music they would play as a band and what their vibe would be. Can I look them up? Uh, You will know who these people are. I hope I do. Yeah, you will. will. I'm terrible with names. Don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) All right. But you ready? Yeah. Okay, great. So our first uh, sibling pairing forming a band is Mary-Kate and Ashley. Mm. Now, they famously sang songs as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think they would continue on mm. with their okay. with that type of vibe? Or are they going more of their mysterious vibe that they've grown into? I could see them going almost like a Hannah Montana route. Okay. Okay. Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus. Ooh. Okay. And kind of going from this cool cute kids pop music to now shifting to a little bit of country a little bit of today pop music i'm into that yeah yeah it's like a like mary kate and ashley it's like a little like donnie and marie like a little bit country a little bit rock and roll i get it and the whole twin thing i think works really well with the hannah montana yes but instead like how hannah montana was miley cyrus's stage name mm-hmm. um mary yeah. mary kate and ashley would now take on a made-up name. Would they just switch names? <laughs> um, yeah, they just switch names. I'm into that. I'm into that. Okay, so I'm definitely buying that record just to see what that uh, would sound like and mm-hmm. uh, look in the video to see what the hell that would look like. All right, next one. We got Kate and Pippa Middleton. So we're going into British royalty here. Ooh, okay. I would say their genre would be... I don't know. I could see them doing like a, a rap track. <gasps> wow. And especially with the whole Harry Megan thing, it could be a rap diss track. Ooh. And that would be the most polite rap diss track I've ever heard. <laughs> right. I'm so into that. I'm so into that. All right. Our next one. So this is a, a, a dynasty of some siblings. The Kardashians. What would their band be? <laughs> Okay, they're gonna be like your, um, like your bluegrass. Wow! Yeah, everyone's got like a different, a different instrument. We got a banjo. We got you know the washer. That thing. Someone's mm-hmm. playing spoons. I think Kim Kim could be a good spoon player. Like, <laughs> I love the idea that it's like um, these billionaires basically doing the simple life and just going straight into the, onto the farm doing onto bluegrass. Farm. I think that would sell like hot. What cake. was that show with? Was it Paris Hilton and Nicole? The Simple yeah, Life. Yeah, Simple Life. Yeah, but it'd be the Kardashian twist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The not so simple life. <laughs> All right. We got two more. Um, okay. So this we have another twin pairing. Miss Tia and Tamara Mowry. What type of music are they giving us? Tia and Tamara. I have to see them because I'm Googling. Oh, he's Googling. Um, I could see them doing like a Andrea Bocelli, Celine Dion opera classic, like, like the, the prayer, big, the prayer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm into that. Something that our Italian mothers would absolutely mm-hmm. love. Um, they would buy the CD and they would call it dinner music. A hundred percent. All right. This last one, um, a little bit of a curveball. Okay. You ready? Okay. This is the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Technically siblings. What type of band are they giving us? All right. I need I need a visual, so I'm gonna look at them. Um, okay. Something about their tiny arms just screams like a drum band, just like a drum circle. Yeah, like phonetic. <laughs> yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> just really fast drumming, just to get their anger out. Yeah, I I could see them kind of competing directly with Hiem as like this three oh. sister 
rock group. Mm, where all of them play drums. Yeah, where, yeah. the only instrument they play is drums, and then it's just like <laughs> these these emotional rock songs. And they're like, yeah, with a pelt of girls. Would they be a cover band of Haim? <gasps> maybe, maybe. I, I think they might start as like their opening mm. act and cover some songs, but then mm. they'll want to break it on their okay. own. They're three independent ladies. They are. Yeah. Sugar, spice, and everything, everything nice. Yeah, I'm into that. So those are their first three albums. Their first album is Sugar, Next, Spice, and then the last album, Everything Nice. Part three. Part three. <laughs> All right. I'm so into that. Anthony, you absolutely <laughs> killed that game. I love that. I love your creative energy. Um, one of the reasons I Thank immediately you. fell in love with you. So as we're wrapping Aww. up this podcast, Anthony, <laughs> every week I have a segment where I turn the tables on my guest and ask them what they're obsessed with in a segment we called guest obsessed so anthony what are you obsessed with recently um there is this youtube channel called trout and coffee okay where this guy who's living out in the berkshires in massachusetts Uh is just living his best life just making all these nature videos and hiking and hanging out with his friends and building a cabin with his girlfriend and his friends and all this fall foliage and everything is so quaint and tiny. Um, but he also is has this partnership with this coffee roasting company, <laughs> um, Fogbuster Coffee. And I've bought their coffee for the past year and a half. Uh-huh. And now that it's been over a year, now I know which ones to look out for. And I'm excited that it's fall and I have their Red October blend uh which is delicious oh it's the best way to wake up amazing uh, let's get you a sponsorship with them so if you if you're ever looking for some coffee i love that and i definitely see you as um a person who on the inside just craves that like mountain mountain isolation aesthetic can't wait yeah yep yeah i'm gonna do it one day 100 <laughs> i'm learning from all these videos <laughs> i love that I love that. And um, Anthony, yeah, I just want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast. It absolutely means the world to me as one of my friends of over a decade or almost over a decade. Um, do you have anything that you oh. want to promote or get out there into the world? Yeah. So so for my senior thesis from college, I made this little video called Nona's Pasta, mm-hmm. which is a stop motion animation about an Italian grandmother's pasta recipe. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the music for it. Um, so, Haim, if you're looking for another musician. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I, I make stop motion animations. And this was my degree project. And it's on Vimeo. So if you want to look it up, give it some likes, share it with everyone. Um, I would really appreciate that. And Haim, if you ever want to do a stop motion animation. This is your guy. Um Keep me in mind. Yeah. I'm your guy. Keep me in mind. I'm obsessed with Nona's <laughs> Pasta. Um, I think it's one of the best animations I've ever seen. And one and for anyone on social media, uh, Nona's Pasta, there's a GIF sticker of Nona, this little Italian grandma, doing a little side-to-side dance. 
and use that sticker. Mm-hmm. It's gone all over the world. It's absolutely adorable. What? It's like over a million uses or something? Um, 500 million, I think. Yeah, I would count that as over a million. Yeah, so <laughs> everyone go use that sticker. It's absolutely adorable. And for anyone else listening to this podcast, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at omdqpod. That's omdqpod. And let us know in the comments something that you are obsessed with. And maybe we'll make an episode about it. Anthony, thank you so much. I love you so much. I love you too, Adam. This was a lot of fun. Yay! I hope to do another one with you one day. (laughs) Oh, of course. Oh, I'm definitely bringing you back. All right. Bye. Bye.